Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you know me, I'm excited for today's show. Today, I have a woman, I'm telling you, she is a business and leadership transformation strategist, so you know I can't wait for us to get into this conversation to hear all of the nuggets that she's going to drop tonight on this show. And she is definitely making an impact all over the world to so many people, and she will be sharing some of her journey as to how she has emerged from her place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome Dr. Shamika Turner to Williams to the show. And indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Good evening to you, Dr. Tavara. I'm so honored once again. I'm so grateful and thankful for just the opportunity to be up here to share wisdom, to share insight. Um, thank you for all of those that's listening, that those that will be listening. I'm just grateful um, to be a part of such the greatness of what you're doing, um, and I'm thankful once again just to be here and just to be on this platform, just to be with you as we have in-depth conversations about the things that we're doing, how we're operating in business, what we're doing for the kingdom, how all of it connects together. So once again, I'm so grateful and I'm blessed to be here today. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, of course, for taking time out of your busy schedules. Um, and, of course, this particular show is extreme. I mean, all of them are special. All of them are. But this one is really special because, you know, um, this is the week of our third anniversary for Emergence Radio Talk. And so I'm super, super, super um, excited. Um, you know, so for those of you, you know, as you tune in, as you listen, be sure to, you know, send us a, um, you know, a thumbs up, whatever it may be, some feedback, because we are celebrating our third year this this particular weekend, so um, I truly, truly appreciate, I truly, truly appreciate all of it. Now, before we go ahead and get started, like, I know the powerhouse that you are, the woman of faith that you are, I know some of the things that you do, but for those who are tuning in and they're listening and they may not know, who is this lady, Dr. Shamika Turner-Williams? Let us know just a little bit, not too much, just a little bit of who you are and what are some of the things that you do. Well, thank you once again, but I am the Dr. Shamika Turner-Williams. I am a woman of faith and a woman of power. I'm an individual that's focused on business and leadership transformation. I'm also a ministry leader as well. So I just take what God has given me, um, the principles and the the steps that he's given me, and I go out and I impact the marketplace. So I'm a transformational strategist for those that are entrepreneurs, those that are business leaders, those that are leaders, those that are ministry leaders. And I help them to transform their lives, their businesses, their organizations, because many times, quite often, we're stuck. They may be stagnant. Um, They're not seeing the growth that they desire to have, the impact that they desire to have for the areas that they're called. So I help with them to break the barriers that are limiting them from going forth to their next level, breaking barriers in their mind, breaking barriers that's in the business, breaking barriers that's within themselves so that they can be transformed and walk out what it is that they are called to do according to the principles and the steps that have been ordered by God. So I'm just that individual. I wear many hats, um, and God has graced me and blessed me to be able to do those things uh, with excellence. 
to be able to provide a service and for those that are in need, whether it's in business, whether it's in ministry. Um, so that's just a little bit about me, just breaking barriers and every dynamic, um, because quite often uh, we can be limited by the things of life, society, things that we've encountered in places. So I have them a breakthrough to their next level. All right. You know, you. I mean, you, you make it seem so, sound so simple. Um, and we know that's a lot that we're talking about. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot when we talk about helping people to, you know, break barriers, whether it be, um, you know, in business, uh, personal life, or even an organization. And so one of the things I want to ask you, like, what is what has been one of the things that you can say that whether it be in business, whether it be, um, you know, in, in an organization or just personally, you know, dealing with other persons, like what would you say has been the one thing that seems to be more um, dominant in terms of what these individuals or, or organizations seem to be dealing with? Well, when you're talking about whether it's business, organization, whatever dynamic it may be, there's uh, various factors that could hinder and limit those individuals. It could be as simple as understand your identity. It can be as simple as understanding who you are, what you possess, the skill set that you possess, and the capacity at which you possess it in. So a lot of times we're limited in those areas, our thoughts, our viewpoints, or our understanding of ourselves and who we are and what we're actually capable of because we haven't really tapped into um, the God-given gifts that's on the inside and walking in the authenticity of who we're called to be and what we're called to do. So if you're not confident in those areas, if you really don't know who you are or what you're called to do, then that affects our performance in whatever area it may be. It's going to show up in your business. It's going to show up in your personal life. It's going to show up in any arena. It's going to show up in ministry. So just not understanding who you really are, your true identity, and the gifts that you have been given and how they're to be used to be impacted uh, in the earth and whatever arena that you're called to be in. So that plays a lot in it because what you'll find out and what you'll see quite often is that so many deal with the imposter syndrome. They feel as if they have to be like this individual or I have to pattern my organization or business after these that I've seen, not understanding that each one of us have our own unique identity and what we're called to do and what may work for one or others may not work for you. But God has given us something special that we're called to do and we're called to spearhead and lead. And so that's when you have to seek guidance on from him, from God of what it is that I should be doing, how I should be doing it. Um, so those are some things that I've noticed. I've even had to endure that myself, not understanding, not knowing what it is that I'm called to do, how it is that I'm called to do. So, And then, well, again, the understanding authenticity of who I am, and it's okay to be unique. It's okay to be different. It's okay we're supposed to be uh, set apart and to stand out. Um, so those are just a few things um, that could affect us and impact us in that way. Mm. That's really good, um, you know, sharing about the imposter syndrome because, you know, sometimes some people, they feel it still, like you said, what may work for one will probably, you know, work for them. Or even just feeling like, you know, especially when you talk about in ministry, for some mm. people they want to sound like some person. Um 
You know, there there are literally there are literally some people now who I've seen once I hear them, my mind automatically goes up to on on the person or on someone else. And I'm like, wow, they sound so much like this person. Like, why don't they just try to, you know, be themselves and then and be unique um, and not feeling like they have to sound like that particular individual. Yeah. And so I can always tell, you know, sometimes some persons who may have that imposter syndrome. I mean, you know, even if even if the individual mentors you or coaches you, um, there are some things that you would maybe like habits or whatever you may pick up. And, you know, and of course, good ones. But that doesn't mean you have to sound like them. You mentioned about, you know, being different and being unique. I think there's a fear for some in being different or in being unique and feeling as if something is wrong with them because I'm different. I don't sound like them. I don't look like them. So maybe something is wrong with me. And in actuality, nothing is wrong with you. You know, God has made everyone different and unique for a different purpose and called to a different set of people, whether it be in business even or in ministry. And so I'm grateful that he would have, you know, shared those type of things. And then also saying that if you don't deal with these things or these issues, it shows up in other spaces. Because uh, I do believe that some persons feel as though, okay, well, I could have this issue, but it won't show up, show up somewhere else, Right. And not realizing mm. that it would show up in when you deal with people, how you deal with people, you know, whatever it may be. And I'm, I, and I'm just grateful that you would have shared that so persons can know yeah. or even take the time now who are listening in to examine themselves, and, you know, where they could really be honest and say, wow, I think that, that that's me. You know, she thought this should be good talking to me, you know. So thank you so much for sharing that. And just to piggyback even off of what you just said there, um, the authenticity and, and fearfulness, fear will actually keep you um, from going to your next. And you said something that was powerful. It's one thing that to admire because I admire characteristics of various individuals. That's a wonderful thing. But to actually try to mimic and mock, you have to be careful. And a mm-hmm. lot of times individuals are fearful of that because they feel that if I don't sound, if I don't present, if I don't project, if I don't walk like these individuals here, then I won't be accepted. Then I'll be rejected. So individuals do fear the rejection because mm-hmm. they may see that it's working for these individuals, this organization, this business, this ministry, these ministers or, or whatever it may be. And they see the that it's being received and accepted. So I now have to pattern myself. No, that's a difference because now you're you're not walking in your true identity. You're walking in someone else's shadow, someone else's identity. And individuals do fear that rejection. Will they accept me? Will they receive me? Was not actually understanding that everybody is called to a group or individuals. So whether they accept you or receive you or not, that there are or there are a group of individuals that is tailor-made just for you. So there are those businessmen and those businesswomen that are looking for you. There are those that are lost, those souls, those individuals that need to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So once again, we, we fear it because we're human nature. Sometimes we want to be accepted, but mm-hmm. sometimes we have to know and understand that we're not, and that's okay. And that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. It's not. It's just that, that those are not your individuals. Those are yeah. not the people that call you. Those are not the ones that you're called to serve because the ones that you are called to serve, they're going to receive what you have. 
whether it's in your business, they're looking for you. Whether it's in ministry, they need that word of hope for you. Whether you're leading, even in your homes or whatever the arena may be, they need you. So once again, that goes back to just knowing who you are and yeah. and having a, a, um, a solid foundation of your identity. Wow. That's powerful, having a solid, a solid foundation of your identity. And, you know, I think that when you talk about um, having that foundation to being around people who will allow you to be you, who will mm-hmm. help to develop, you know, the, the uniqueness that you have and not necessarily looking for you to be like them. Um, so I think that is um, definitely key as well. You know, so, of course, that goes to some nice with, you know, it could be friends, it could be family, um, as well as it even could be, it could be mentorship, you know, as well. Um, and one of the things I know when we talk about mentorship, you are an ICF coach, right? So you are a part of the International Coaching Federation. And so, you know, that means, of course, you understand the value of coaching slash mentoring, Talk to us about the importance, because you know, of of coaching or being coached, or even you know, how should one find or look for a coach? Because there are some people who believe that they don't, you know, they have it all together. They don't need a coach, right? So just talk to us about the importance of having one. I don't feel that no one, me personally, myself, that no one individual has it all together. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Every leader has a leader, and that every individual has someone that they can glean from, that they can learn from, that's constantly pouring into them, that's constantly helping them develop and grow as leaders, um, because none of us have arrived or reached that ultimate level. We're always striving to be greater than what we are and who we are every day. That's how it should be. And having a mentor, having a coach, having an advisor, having someone in your corner that um, helps to cultivate you and who you are and the developing your confidence and just bringing out the best in you as a leader because leaders develop leaders. A leadership does not mean that, hey, I just have a title, I have a position. It's how are you impacting others? What are you pouring into them? What are you giving to them? What are you showing them so that they can develop and they can excel also? So I think it's very critical that everyone has some type of um, coach, some type of leader, some type of mentor, a spiritual advisor that they can lean on, depend on, that they trust first and foremost, that they trust. And like you said, that will allow them to be themselves and that even with correction or whatever it may be is done in love. Um I have been an ICF coach, yes, I do mentor individuals, various people, and, and being confident. You have to be even confident to operate in those positions also so that the ones that you do mentor, that are being mentored or advised and things of that nature, that you don't allow jealousy to come in, that you don't try to hold them back from their true potential once yeah. you begin to see that they're excelling and once you begin to see that they're growing and once you now see that they are coming and to the knowledge of knowing who they are. Because when you really start to come into who you are and you know what what God has said in reference to your life, you start to take off and catapult at another level. And if you're not careful, if you have the wrong mentor, coach, advisor, 
spiritual advisor, it can hinder you. Mm-hmm. They will sometimes begin to, they can be selfish. They become jealous, mm-hmm. may not want you to excel, or if they may feel or think that it's further or greater than what they are. Because I desire for anyone that, that I train, mentor, I desire, I would love for you to be greater than I am. That's just like even mm-hmm. with my children. I desire them to go further than what I did. Yes. That just shows that that's a reflection of, of you also, of what you have put in them. So to see them exhale, to see them grow, to see individuals walk in authority, to walk in confidence, to walk in boldness yeah. in the things that they're doing, that's a beautiful sight to see as a leader. So we all need someone. And choosing one, you have to be wise with it. Mm-hmm. so that they can understand who you are, the gifts that you have and possess, and the call that's on your life, so that they can help cultivate. Because if you have the wrong individual, the wrong mentor, the wrong advisor, the wrong coach, the wrong spiritual advisor, it can be mm-hmm. so detrimental to your next. Mm-hmm. It can be detrimental to your purpose, to your walk, to what you're called to do. It could do a lot of damage if you're not careful. So you have to be strategic and you have to vet those individuals to see if this is the right fit for me. And if they're not, it doesn't make mean that those individuals aren't equipped. They're just not called and designed to mentor you, or we're just not called and designed to mentor those individuals. Okay. Yes, and that is true that you um, that you sh- shared that part because you know sometimes um, sometimes people are it's almost like people are afraid uh, when it comes to the the coaching space, right? Or being coached, or 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 not really wanting to say, okay, well, you know what, this person isn't the, isn't the right fit for me, you know, and, and it's okay because, like you said it could be detrimental to where you have to go. And so you really have to be careful and mindful of that. You know, you mentioned vetting them. And so, you know, of course, you vet some of them based on whether it be testimonials, whether it be, you know, looking on on their social media, seeing if the things that they're saying, matching up with their actions, and just so much different things. Um, that you look for, and I would say the person don't 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 always go for the popularity. You know, no, be- <laughs> no, man. And matter of fact, it, it's usually most of the time is that individual that may be in the background, the one that's overlooked, mm-hmm. the one that's right there in front of you all along, yep. that that are building. So when you're deciding to have a coach of uh, coaching, um, making sure that where you desire to be, where you desire to head, and where you see yourself that they have already been there and beyond because they can't take you past where they've never been so that they have the the actual evidence of what they have done to be successful, The not just sharing all the great things about it, but the times where I failed and the not-so-good parts of the business, the not-so-great parts of the ministry. Um, because if you got it all together, if you've never failed, then I'm going to be really nervous about that. <laughs> It is so true. It is because so true. our failures are, are the things that are the stepping stones that make it for your next. Those were just op- moments where, you know what, I didn't quite have it right, but you learned. And those that continue to persevere, those that continue to endure until they perfect that thing. So whatever skill set, whatever gift you have, just perfecting it, not dropping it at the sign of hardship and trouble 
because being an entrepreneur, a business person, is not for the weak. It's not for the faint. You mm-hmm. have to continuously put effort into it, continuously involve what in whatever your business you're doing, endeavors, in ministry, you're constantly evolving. You're constantly learning. So it, it's okay that it didn't work or you didn't produce the results that you desired to have the first few times. You just have to continue to do it until you see what you desire to see. Or go back to the drawing board and realize, hey, this is not working. Mm-hmm. Now I need to reevaluate, and that's okay. I need to uh, see what's working, do an analysis of what it is that I'm doing, what has worked, what's not working. Yes. You know, sometimes, the, you know, you have to you have to do a lot of, you have to do tweaking, you know, until you find what actually fits, what actually um, works for you, right? Um, yes. That is definitely key and important. But then also understanding, like you said before, even if you have to go back to the drawing board, that doesn't make you a failure. You know, it just means that you got to go back and try it a different way, you know, um, see God on it and figure out exactly how he wants you to to go ahead and do it. And then also finally realize that sometimes God is testing your faith to see whether or not are you going to trust me? Are you going to believe that this is what I told you to Absolutely. do? You know, because there are mm-hmm. sometimes God will actually do things and, you know, you see him crazy to other people. <laughs> you know, like you, or you may feel as though, no, this, 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 is, this isn't working, right? But all of these things he does to kind of test your faith as well as your tenacity. Um, yeah. with it, you know, it's almost like, can I trust you? You know, if you don't know how to manage the small that I give you, how do you expect for God to give you bigger? So he has to make sure that you can manage every all of the resources or everything that he gives you at each level. Absolutely. I love that. What, how how are you stewarding? You have to yeah. be a steward over what God has given you. And how can he trust you with great if you, you're not even managing properly your, your beginnings? And so I do agree with that. It's, it's endurance. Mm-hmm. And if God gave it to you, it's going to happen and it's going to come to fruition if you do your part. He, he's already set it out and planned it for us. We just have to do our part, whatever that may be. We have to put in the work. We have to trust and believe. We have to follow the, the basic principles of the Bible of God for God in order to see the manifestations of it. I believe that in everything yeah. that I do. Just taking what I've, I've been taught, I've been trained to do, and what I know and, and applying it every day of my life. That's how I'm able to see the manifestation. Even when I don't see, I still trust and I still walk by faith and know that if I continue on the journey of whatever it is, that I'm going to see the manifestation because I know what God promised me. And God is not going to lie. So just trusting and knowing and walking by faith as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, everything I have belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Those are his businesses. Those are his endeavors. Those are his books. Yeah. Everything belongs to him. So if I put him first at everything, I already know that it's going to prosper. If I walk in authenticity of who I am and what I know that he's called me to do and listen to him, I'm going to prosper. But when yeah. I allow doubt, fear to creep in, then imposter syndrome to creep in, that's when I'm delayed. Mm-hmm. Because I'm confused. Mm. Because I don't know what it is I should be doing. I see this is working over here for this individual. But that's not what I'm called to do. And it's okay. What I even had to learn and all that, you know, God has blessed me with, 
Even if someone else is doing it, that does not mean that you stop. Mm, that's because good. the marketplace is still saturated enough for all of us. Because yes. God needs individuals in every corner of the earth. Yes. So who cares if it's five or six restaurants in the same area? If God told you to start that restaurant, then you do that. If you're a coach or consultant and there's several that's out here, that's okay. The only thing you have to figure out is what sets me apart from them? Mm. What's my unique DNA? That even though we're all doing the same thing, is something different about what I'm doing. Mm. So good. once you ever figure that out, you'll be okay. That's really good, you know, because a lot of people, and a lot of people say that, oh, we know this one is doing coaching. And I say all the time, how many, I mean, I would, I would be curious to know how many different types of perfume is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, how many, um, you know, different types of jeans out there, clothing is out there. Yeah, I mean, some people don't it, but some of them, they don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a different brand. No, like absolutely you not. You know, what does your brand Because they have their clients. They have yeah. those individuals. I don't care if you got Target, you have Walmart. If you like Target, you're going to Target. If Walmart is your thing, then you're going to Walmart. Even all of the restaurants. You got Popeye's. You have KFC, various restaurants. They're not going to stop because someone is doing similar to what they're doing. No, they're going to continue to market. They're going to continue to do what they know to do. They're going to find items that these other individuals or companies or organizations do not have, and they're going to continue to work with it. But I'm a firm believer. If you work the word, you work the principles of God, it doesn't matter. It's, it's going to prosper. You give it over to God and trust him in everything and steward well, even with what he's given you, you'll see the results. You'll see the manifestations. And I encourage anybody, whether you're in ministry, whether you're in business, whatever reason, however you're leading, never despise the small beginnings because everybody started from somewhere. Don't compare yourself to someone that's been in a field or something for 10, 20-plus years and you're just starting out. They mm-hmm. had to be consistent in their endeavors. They had to be consistent with what they were doing to see those results. Yeah. So if I'm just starting, you're just starting, it's going to be different for somebody that has been in it for a while. That's the importance of having those mentors, those advisors, those spiritual leaders, so they can help you eliminate a lot of unnecessary mistakes um, so that you can get on the right path. Like, I've been there. I've done that. This is going to hinder you. This is what's wrong in your business. Even mm-hmm. myself, I had to have several coaches till I found that fit for me. And when I actually I have coaches, I have spiritual leaders, I have a prophet in my life, first and foremost. Yeah. So I, I need all of those to be successful in what I'm doing. And they were able to point out, pinpoint some errors like, this is why you're not mm-hmm. seeing the results that you desire to see. And I had to find those going back to trusting those I was trusting with my vulnerability and being honest about about where I was, Mm. whether spiritually being honest, this is where I am. Not trying to put on a show or facade for all of those to make it look like I'm this and I'm here when I'm not because I've done that too. Oh, Mm. I'm here in my business. Um, No, I'm not even doing anything in my business. I'm sitting up here. I'm not seeing the results, not making a financial gains that I desired to see because there was something that I was missing. 
and there was someone else that had that missing key to inform me, to educate me on what it was. They've already surpassed and been where I desired to be, and they were able to show me I was willing to be a student in that point, even for spiritually being able to trust my leader with my vulnerability, trust my leader with what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, where I am, just being honest about that and know that they're going to actually cover me. Mm-hmm. That's Not abused or misuse my vulnerabilities, my weakness. They will cover and they will strengthen. And once I did that in business as well as ministry, it began to take off. And I'm a servant first. I'm a servant leader. I mm-hmm. humble myself for everything that I do because it's still serving people. So whether you're an entrepreneur or business person, we are called to serve. Yes. So I have target audiences that I have to serve. Mm. That's powerful. Willing to be a student. And of course, being honest with where you're at. I think so many people, they're not honest with where they're at, and so they can't get to that next level because you, you're not being honest, <laughs> right? Um, you're not being honest with yourself, or you're not being honest with people. And so I'm glad that you shared that you know, level of transparency because, you know, you have, like you said, you have to be honest the way you at, but also to be a student because it makes no sense to have a coach or a mentor or a leader or someone who can, um, like you mentioned, cover you and, and correct you with love and you catch an attitude. <laughs> you know, you don't want to oh, listen. that's the worst thing. You know, oh, that is the worst. You know it, it's going to be difficult for you to, to lead. I, I tell people all the time when we even look at um, where it be like a coach. The coach, a lot of coaching happened. They don't call it coaching, but that's what it is. A lot of coaching happened in the Bible. Jesus coached his disciples. You know, um, Elijah and Elisha, you know, Moses and Jethro, or Jethro and Moses, like all of these people, they that's what that was, coaching. We don't look at it like that. You know, they were getting instruction. They were getting feedback. They were getting correction. So that they were able to do what they had to do to be for them to go to that next level. And it's the same thing, you know, and I think we need to get to that place where we realize that, you know, this is something that happened in the Bible. So you can't just want to take one aspect of it and then we'll take the rest, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think that it's just so, all of that, what you would have shared is just so powerful. And of course, like I said, you know, thank you so much for the transparency. Thank you. And for anyone that wants to break a certain level, you have to break the mindset that you have. And in order to grow, in order to go, in order to succeed and be all that God has called you to be and whatever capacity that he has, you have to be teachable. Mm-hmm. You have to offer yourself and be able to be taught, to be able to be trained, to be able to, like you said, receive the instructions and to be able to follow directions. Because we know that those individuals have the answer. Someone has the answer that you're looking for, but yet sometimes you can be so prideful and haughty. Mm. You don't want to receive what they have for you. Yeah. If you could have done it yourself, it would be done. Mm-hmm. So wow. just being able to receive the instructions, to be able to be taught, to be able to follow the directions, follow a blueprint that's been given to you that works, that you know that works. And, I, and, of course, I believe, like I said, God is the ultimate. He will give you guidance and wisdom, and he will set people before you that yeah. can help you 
that's true. Mm-hmm. They're so sincere and they're so genuine in what they have done. And I think a lot of times in any arena, whether it's with coaching, whether it's with consulting, whether it's in leadership or ministry, some of us have had so many um, horrible situations that have happened. People mm-hmm. could take advantage of you, misuse you, and things of that nature. And then sometimes you can be so skewed in your perspective that you think that everyone is like that. Yes, but then again, that goes back to you have to operate in a place of healing and wholeness. Because yes. if you don't deal with those things, like you said, it will show up in your business. It will show up in your ministry. It will show up in your leadership. Wow. That's, that's very powerful. I mean, I know for me, I'm being um, really blessed and, and motivated with this interview. So I know those who are listening um, are as well. Uh, I definitely want to say to you, congratulations, Dr. Shamika, because I know you are the founder of the Pearls of Purpose, Inc. So talk to us about the inspiration behind that organization. Yes, I am the founder of Pearls of Purpose, Inc. It's a um, nonprofit organization that's founded for uh, women and children in crisis, uh, focusing on those individuals that have faced, survived, and gone through domestic violence, abuse, uh, as well as homelessness. Um, and those affected by incarceration, but mainly focusing on the women and children of domestic violence. Because I myself, I'm an overcomer. Mm-hmm. I've survived it. I've, I've been through it, gone through it, but I've gone out of it, gotten out of it. And so I'm able to stand today um, and, and be able to educate individuals on what it looks like. Because many times, quite often, we don't know. So I survived those years, all of those horrific years, in order to be able to go back and pull someone else out and to let them know that you don't have to live like this, that there is help, there is hope, and to value yourself, to love yourself, um, and demand and respect a certain way to be treated, that abuse is not the answer. Abuse is not normal. You know, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in business, abuse is abuse. And mm-hmm. so that was founded in, in reference to try to help bring uh, education and an awareness to the issues that's going on in the world because it happens so much. There's so much domestic violence. There's so much abuse that's happening, manipulation, and all of that is, is still forms of abuse. And people are subject to it. They're bound by it. They're dying from it at an alarming rate. And the individuals don't want to talk about it. People mm-hmm. want to push it up under the rug. No one want to really expose it. Because you might just be looking at your favorite person that may be an abuser. Mm. You might just be looking at someone of high status and of high regard that is an abuser, known abuser, or that's physically abusing, whether it's uh, in a relationship, like I stated, intimate partner, or whether it's their children, whether it's uh, in the business, on their job, or, or whatever, in ministry, spiritual abuse, because it's all real. That means individual of power and authority are taking advantage and they're mishandling those that are around them in order to gain or to, to manipulate or to control those individuals. So Pearls of Purpose, we, we serve those individuals so that they can have a way out by providing resources and by providing funds, clothing, uh, educational programs. We even try to set it up so that we can, for those trying to escape, to give them a plan to prepare to leave so that they can start to invest in themselves to gain their independence in the process. So I, I love that, once again, serving those in need, um, serving those that are have some horrific backgrounds so that we can break the cycle of poverty 
because that's what it all leads to. So I'm so grateful for those that help, those that continue to support um, Pearls of Purpose for all these years that we've been um, established. Wow, that is powerful. Um, and, and you said something that I thought was so good. We talked about, you know, overcoming and reaching back to make a difference. You know, um, some people, they, they don't do that. They just keep going. Um, but it's really a blessing when you can see others or persons reaching back to assist those who may now be in a situation in which they were in, right? Because I do believe everything that we go through, um, you know, people say it all the time, right? I honestly truly believe that whatever you go through is really to help somebody else. And so you know what that feels like. You know um, what that looks like. You know just all of the different emotions that you might have had going on when you go through something. And so it makes you, or at least it should, you know, make you more um, compassionate and, and just empathetic, you know, someone who's empathetic and just willing to reach back to, to help those who, who are in the same situation that you are in to help them to get out of it. And so um, I think that's truly amazing what you've decided to do. And then also how you would have basically taking your testimony and, you know, just have it in, in rare form, so to speak. And so definitely thank you so much for that. Thank you. Now, I know and that I, want, I always educate others to let them know that if you're experiencing any type of abuse, whether it's physical, verbal, mental, emotional, that you are worthy of more. Because what I, I realized as I endured and went through I didn't love myself like I should have. And that played a major role in, in me not valuing who I was and me being a broken individual. Even after all of it transpired, being in it for so long can alter who you are. It can alter mm-hmm. you as an individual. That's trauma that you've yeah. experienced. That's trauma that you've been exposed to. And if it's not dealt with properly, it mm-hmm. will manifest and it will fester into something that's that's so dark. And so that's why I thank God that even he allowed me to go through it because he even healed me from the trauma and the pain that I've experienced. Only he could do that. So when you hear me talking about it, when you hear me educating, it's not from a place of brokenness. It's not from a place of bitterness. It's a place of healing and hold that I walk in because now I want to educate those. This is what it looks like. This is the effect and the impact that it can have. And before God gave me my healing, that's why I had so many problems in my business. Because the broken young girl was still trying to operate and run a business. The broken young girl was still trying to operate in ministry. I was still trying to lead, broken. So as you stated before, if we don't deal with those issues, those things that's on the inside, it will show up somewhere. You're Mm -hmm. wondering why you're making decisions like you were making we're making decisions based on trauma. Mm-hmm. We're we're speaking or we're looking at a perspective based off pain. But when you're actually healed and whole, you see things totally different. And it was a process that I had to go through. But I went. So I, I never say that I was a, a victim. I'm, I'm a victor. I'm an overcomer because I mm-hmm. conquered it. Even everything that it tried to do to destroy me internally, it didn't work. Wow. It didn't prosper. Amen to that. That is such a powerful, um, you know, testimony. And of course, thank you so much for for sharing that, so others can know. You know, you were there, but now, um, and then also as 
for them that they too can come out of it. We've talked so much, um, you know, from leadership, coaching, um, to, you know, trusting in God, business, and, you know, you've definitely shared some powerful insight. I want to know what final advice would you give to our listening audience tonight? Well, first, I want to thank each and every person for listening, and I just want to encourage and let everybody know that there is an after this. There is an other side. Like everything that you go through, that you went through, it's for a reason, it's for a purpose, it's for others, it's for the making of you, even in your business. Things have to happen for a reason in order for you to grow, in order for you to develop, even in life and ministry. That isn't after this, there's another side, and there's always greater. So everything that happens and that we're going through, God is just propelling us for our next level. So I want to thank you once again, Dr. Tavala, for listening. I want to thank the audience for listening, for those that will be tuning in. And just know that it's greater is here, and your next level is here also. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And just, like I said, all of what you would have shared. So I definitely want to thank you for joining me tonight. You know, this is a powerful and explosive conversation that we had. But before you go, I just want you to share your um, social media handles as well as any events or programs that you may have coming up that you would want them to stay connected to. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can all, you can visit me. You can find me at my website. That's www.drshamikaturnerwilliams.com. And you can go there. You can find out all about me. You can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at I am Dr. Shamika. And that's Dr. Shamika's C-H-E-M. E-K-A, com. So that's my website. You can go find all the resources. I am a published author. I have books and books that I've written on various capacities. You can go find there. You can order also, and you'll see all about me as well as um, the businesses that I have for Next Level Global Enterprise. So once again, thank each and every one of you. Go visit me, find me, and if I could be of service to any one of you, please let me know. So God bless you, and thank you. Thank you so much. Everyone be sure to connect with our special guest, Dr. Shamika Turner-Williams. It was definitely a pleasure to have you on. Be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk. You know this is the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. For those of you this is your first time listening in, I pray it won't be your last. And of course, my faithful listening audience, you know I love you guys. You rock with me week after week. But if you desire to connect with me, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, LinkedIn, at, under Tavira Johnson, or Dr. Tavira Johnson. You're also more than welcome to send me an email at info at tavirajohnson.com, and I look forward to connecting with you all. And so blessings, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Periscope That's Tavara Johnson Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events Until next time, thank you for joining